Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the One Business Away 90-Day challenge. Thank each of you for joining us for day two. Today we're going to talk about 22 laws of marketing that we all need to know about. But first, before we get started, who who did their homework? Who had a challenge with their homework? I, yes, sir, Mr. Phil. So I have a friend of mine who's a comedian, and he's going to pay me $9.97 a month to provide him with material. So he was my first subscription. Awesome. Way to go, Mr. Phil. All right. All right. And okay, so Miss Michelle, before you go, I do want to commend Miss Carol, Miss Charmone, Mr. Steve, and Miss Lisa. I received your emails and forwarded them over to Antonio. Is there anybody I missed? Miss Pam, yes, Miss Pam sent hers as well. Thank you so much, Miss Pam. I should have known something was wrong when I didn't have your name on this list because you. <laughs> what was the emails for? Well, some some of those, uh, like Miss Carol was restarting 
like re redirecting her business. So she wrote out what her ideas are. Miss Charmone wrote out what her ideas are because she didn't have anything set in place just yet. So the emails were those were those people sending us their ideas of what it is. If you didn't send an email, that's okay. You can you can do what Mr. Phil just did and let me know now, and you can still send your email, and I'll forward those emails over to Antonio. Oh, okay. Both of us. Okay. That's messed up. Um, my apologies because that is one unit. <laughs> All right. So congratulations to Phil and Susan, Miss Carol, Miss Charmone, Mr. Steve, Miss Lisa, and Miss Pam. Miss Michelle G. Um, I did for the nonprofit. I have two actually who oh. said that they would actually instead of monthly, they're gonna actually donate every pay period. So all right. Way to go. All right, Satish, I see you unmuted your mic. Yes, ma'am. So I have three customers and they do not have business at this point of time. So they want my, my help to set up their business and get started. All right, Satish. All right, everyone, look at this, look at y'all. I'm so excited, y'all. Okay, y'all have no clue. I'm like super excited right now for each and every one of you. So congratulations, congratulations. Who else? Who else? All right, Miss Carol. So I have, um, I got confused because I know he was saying a monthly thing, right? To do something on a monthly basis. And I couldn't figure out what I can do um, at this point to grab somebody in and say, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So it was more like, um, adding uh, just coaching, but from the health standpoint. So I have okay. someone that's interested in, in, in doing that with me. How long it's going to last, how long the period is, we haven't really discussed yet, but it is a client in. So. <laughs> well, congratulations. Congratulations on your client. Yes. All right. Look at this. We are on a roll. Who else? Who else got their first client? Um, mine was Antonio asked me to get four individuals to do the conferences with. Yes, so ma'am. I, <clears throat> I have three out of the four that are confirmed that are willing to commit to doing that. Awesome. Well, congratulations, Miss Kiara. Because that's not easy, especially with what you're doing. That's not easy. So, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> All right. Who else? Yeah. Hi. Yes. Hi, Miss Catherine. Yeah. Also. <laughs> I talked to a person and um, they are going to be uh, a customer. Awesome. <laughs> they don't know the price. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get your first customer. <laughs> we'll talk about price later. So congratulations. Congratulations, Miss Catherine. Congratulations. All right. Who is next? And if you don't, if you have, if you don't have your first customer yet, it's okay. Keep okay. going after your first customer. Yes, sir. I think, yes, sir, Mr. Maurice. Yes. So I don't have my first customer yet, but I did put out a, um, put out a, um, a price and submitted, you know, for a price for coaching and I submitted it out. To, so I don't have my first customer yet, but I definitely am working on it. I plan to one soon for sure. Yeah. All right. We look forward to hearing your good news as well. 
All right. So who else do we have? Yes, ma'am, Ms. Sharma. Um, I don't have a, well, I sent out a, I guess, uh, like a letter um, to the, um, the people that were extremely interested in signing up for my subscription. Mm -hmm. So I'm just waiting for that, that first payment, uh, that first subscriber to come in. All right. Because you did tell us you had people pushing you for a subscription. Yes, yeah. ma'am. All right. All right. Who else? Congratulations, Ms. Charmone. Everyone, congratulations to each and every one of you for making that push. Yes, sir, Mr. Steve. Yes, I haven't got my first customer yet as I'm really busy at work today. But I do okay. have a plan. I've got a Facebook um, ad crafted ready to go. I've got my lead magnets and my opt-in page ready. So I'm open to launch it tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you. And we did get your email as well. And I forward that over to Antonia. All right. Yes, ma'am, Ms. Pam. Yeah, I, I came, whoops. I came up with two um, plans. One I have a trouble with, maybe everybody in the group can help me with antonio was saying yesterday you know well if people couldn't buy an ice buddy how could they uh, rent one so but i came up with a lease an ice buddy subscription where people could um rent basically lease an ice buddy cooler for two dollars a week or the qpad for three dollars and 75 cents per week uh so on but my big my question with that subscription is what recourse do I have if they stop payment on their card before we recoup the full value of the product? Unlike counseling, if somebody stops payment, I just stop counseling. But if I've already given you a product, a physical product, and they have already and they stop payment for whatever reason, then I'm out the cost of the product. I, and so that, that one was a question mark. But then I created another subscription which I've, I'm calling self-care chats. And these are going to be supportive discussions um, with professionals like myself who have backgrounds in mental health and emergency preparedness to assist people in preparing for, enduring, and recovering from stressful events. And just put it in that term because we know that they can talk about lots of things. Um, having been a social, social worker, um, they may have gotten a divorce over having lost their job or not being able to support the family. And so the stressful event may not only be say COVID, but also a marital or relationship breakup. And this would allow them. And so we created a subscri subscription fee of $25 per week. Uh, and that would entitle you to one 45 minute self-care chat uh, with me, one of my team members. Um, and if you didn't use your chat that week, it would carry over. You could use it in the future so that you could build up time because there may be a month later, you may need to talk for an hour or two hours. But if you've accrued that benefit, financial benefit from paying weekly, um, then you'll have it. But so we wanted to do something that was very cost effective. Um, and so that's what we've done. And so we're right now with that, we can do that immediately. So I'm create, now creating a post that will go out on our Ice Buddy Facebook page and YouTube page and um, 
that'll say that this is a new service we're offering. And we've already determined the hours, Eastern Standard Time, Central Standard Time, Pacific and Hawaii time, uh, when we will be in operation. So we'll be able to tell people when they can call in and, uh, or have an, make a range to have an appointment with a, one of our chatters. <laughs> awesome. Well, first, congratulations to both of those ideas. And I do see your hand, Ms. Carol. Congratulations to, to both of those ideas. Those are absolutely wonderful. Um, the first one regarding, you've already given the product, so what do you do if they don't finish paying it out? Let me ask Antonio, because you're going to run into the factor of that may happen quite often, and you're going to have too much product out there without having <laughs> the, full, the full cost of that is. So yeah. it may not work. It, it yeah. may or may not work for my exactly. my type of business, and because mine is a product, um, right? Although he mentioned it, I, I don't think it, it. I don't see it working. Somebody may have an idea. Yep. And how yeah. much is the full product price? Could you, cost become, product? could you become? Could you become like a finance company? Oh, there you go. If they sign a document with you, and you, you they sign it, and they're obligated by it. You're the finance company, and if they don't give it back or if they don't go to the terms, it dings their credit. And you only do business with people who have great credit. Yeah, but we can't, I can't guarantee I'm getting doing business with great credit. We've this has gone out, and so we have people calling nationally and internationally. We're, we're not going to be able to do credit checks on everybody, so there's no way maybe, I can determine. Maybe in that. the future, you create a division for that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that may be something in the future we could do. Yeah, but right now it's too soon. Mm. Yeah, man, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, just think. But I like the idea. I like the idea. You know, that's certainly something we could think about. All Thanks. Right. Thanks, Phil. And Miss Carol. Thanks, Marie. And then Miss Carol, you raised your hand too. And Miss Pam, I I have a suggestion, but Miss Carol, go ahead. So um, my suggestion for Pam. I was just thinking about it because you're going to have a lot of um, individuals talking on a weekly basis, giving advice. What about a subscription to some sort of like um, magazine or talk thing that um, people can join in and do this on a monthly basis and they'll get all the information in writing all about all the videos or all the questions that people have asked for that month. I mean, that's certainly something I will make a note of and we'll talk about that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Love the ideas. Appreciate it. All right. And then Ms. Pam, for the, the subscription service and you actually sending out a product, <laughs> um, what if you just did the, the, cool, the cool pack and then their monthly subscription would include um survival a survival inventory like once a month they'll receive hand sanitizer baby wipes you know things a, a mini sewing kit or, or in each month it's something different so that way they know as long as they're paying I get something different every month to go inside my Q-Pack so if I so if I'm not a prepper Ice Buddy is helping me be one that's excellent. You can look at that too. 
Yeah. There is still the issue of they're getting a product. And what if they, that is still the issue. That is still the issue. So I'm going to ask Antonio about that one because if you, you put your heart into this, you, you don't want to send out an actual product and have them paying uh, and leasing it out. And it's, and all of a sudden there's no payment and you get no product back and it's just like out there. So I do understand that concern. Is, is there, um, what's your cost? What's, what's the cost, cost of, pro- yeah, that's what I was going to ask too. Oh, well, there are four products. So the, cheapest one is just the cooler that's eighty dollars that's retail what's your what's your cost on that your cost my cost is thirty dollars you get a thirty dollar deposit absolutely yeah oh i was out a security deposit if they you know that in the chat okay okay at least you've covered your cost yeah Okay, you got it. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. That's why I come to these classes. Right. Thank you all. You this you have became a mastermind group as well. <laughs> so congratulations to each one of you who have gotten your first. Uh, you got your first customer. Reached out to your first customer, even though they don't know the price yet. Congratulations, because you still have one. <laughs> Those who have sent off the emails, thank you so much for that. I have forwarded those over to the boss man himself. Do we have anyone else before we get into what we're going to talk about today? Yes, ma'am. So, yes, ma'am. Yeah, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, so Miss Monica, after Miss Monica, Mr. Maurice. No, I was just going to say for mine. So. I don't really have my first customer because I was thinking about it and I should, I should have said it yesterday when Antonio was talking, but like with the whole construction company thing, it's not really my passion. So I have another probably year and a half with this project. And then I was going to kind of just veer away from the construction world because really real estate is what I want to focus on. So with real estate, you can't really have a first customer because it's more of an, from an investor side. So I just closed in February and my CPA told me I need to kind of calm down um, for this year. So I'm always looking, but I guess as far as customer, my big focus is really like now that I'm getting in here with you guys, that's going to kind of be my focus. So I'm going to kind of push the construction thing, I think probably to the side after, after I'm done with, with my projects. So just wanted to throw that out there. All right. So our goal is to help you Close on your first commercial property. <laughs> All right. All right, so we have Maurice, and then after Maurice, we have Grace. So go ahead, Mr. Maurice. So the coaching product that I had um, proposed was um, starting with a low-end uh, product of $14.97 a month for um, a coaching product for geared towards real estate agents or and or real estate newly licensed real estate um, students that just you know just out of the class because all the students um, um, that are completing courses I'm allowing that we all have we have a study group there's a study group that they co go to and they're part of the study group and um, so if someone joins the $14.97 a month course or they join the the, the um, coaching course, then they'll get a free ebook, you know, a free ebook 
on how to get uh, YouTube sales. So it's an ebook. Hey, Secrets to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Um, that I was able to get from the PLR, you know, um, prior label rights, and it's an ebook. Then it's available and make, make it available. So it's a suggested retail. I believe it was like $19 suggested sales price to sell it for so um and you know it's the same book that yeah so that that was really what that was so to make as a as a, as a bonus for joining and becoming part of the of the coaching you know becoming a coach you get a free book okay so that's that's kind of where it is it's still a little fuzzy but that's the but that's the promotion and that's the pitch so that's what's out there all right all right. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Keep it going. You put it out there. The the biggest the biggest thing with anything in life, including business, is just actually moving forward. Antonio tells us all the time, moving forward shows you your shows you where your your hiccups, your bumps, your holes in the ground, your potholes, your mountains. Just keep moving forward because you won't know what's ahead if you don't keep moving forward. Now that all of you have moved forward, please understand something's going to hit you in the back office way, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing because every time, every time there is prosperity on the front end, the back end is always going to get hit because you're going to be, something's going to come up that you, (laughs) Miss Carol, I see you, something's going to come up that you didn't even think about you're gonna be like wait i didn't see that coming it's okay just keep moving just keep moving just keep on moving all right miss gray sandals you had something that you wanted to say yes ma'am i um prior to the one business away i had i have my first client for my uh math <laughs> i tutor uh, i tutor this it's a it's a lady who goes to my church and she's an older lady and she wants to go back to school to get her degree and in order to do that you got to take the, the basics of math and it was just terrifying her and so we finally got it together and so she is she's been my client so I didn't I didn't want to come on and say yeah I got my first client I, I have her for a couple of weeks now so I didn't want to say you know that she's but she is you know my client I'm working on so I didn't get to go to the next level and get the 10 so that's what I'm working on now <laughs> but okay I do have, <laughs> my client 
uh, I didn't know, did we have to say how much we charge or? If you, you can, if you want, if not, we just want to make sure you have your first subscription, your first client for your subscription. So it's paid weekly. So yes. All right. W-E-E-K-L-Y, not W-E-A-K-L-Y. Because <laughs> I would have been the one that would have accidentally spelled it with A. All right, so we're going to let that one pass. <laughs> All right, so congratulations. So now that you guys have your first client, you have your plans together to put out there, you know what you're going to do, you're, you're shifting, it's all okay today. What we're going to talk about is making yourself stand out. So now that you have your first one, work with them, use them, let the income start coming in because what that does is that gives you that gives you the drive to go get more. So in order for you to go get more, you have to know how to do it. How how do you, how are you going to look to your client, your your potential customers? How how are you going to even get their attention? So the first thing I want to talk to you about is the law of leadership. And the law of leadership is it's better to be first than it is to be better. See, think about this. Have, have you ever, you know how, you know how everyone is always saying, yeah, we're the best at this. Yeah, we're the, do you actually go with the company that says we're the best at this or do you go with the company that's 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 showing that they're different from other companies you want to be you want to show that you're different not better and the reason for that is the first person to fly across the atlantic was charles Lindbergh. neil armstrong was the first person to walk on the moon roger bannister was the first person to run the four minute mile do we know anybody who was second at any of these? Nope. Okay. But we do know of one, but and another example I want to give you is, <clears throat> excuse me, the first person to fly across the Atlantic. I have the note right here. The first person to fly across the Atlantic was why can't I remember his name? <laughs> okay, so what we're going to think about okay, so think about the first the first brands of anything. Uh, the first car rental brand was Hertz. IBM was first at, com at computers. Coca-Cola, um, Coca-Cola was first in Coca-Cola. Yana. Yes, sir. Buzz Aldrin was the second person to walk on the moon. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Buzz Aldrin was the second person to walk on the moon. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't know. I only knew Neil Armstrong. I knew of Neil Armstrong growing up. So what you want to do is you want to be the first at something not the best but the first see coca-cola was the first in cola pepsi stood a chance because they didn't say they were better they were just saying that they were different but they're still number two see if you're second in your prospect's mind you you end up being with the buzz aldrin's and the 
John Landys and the Bert Hinklers of the world. You want to be the first, not the best, but the first, because they're going to remember you in their minds before they remember you being the best. They're going to remember you as being the first. So the first thing is you want to be the first, not the best. Tiana, can't, are we to say that we're the, if we are the first in something, is it all right to say we are the first? Or how do, how do they we be, become acknowledged as being the first if we don't say that about who we are and start planting that idea in the public's mind? Thank you for asking that question because that is definitely coming up next. When you, the, the more you get into the marketing, you, instead of saying you are the first, you want to show them that you are the first you want to be. And that actually leads us to the second law, which is the law of category. The law of category says if you can't be first in a category, set up a new category and you can become first in it. So if you are the first in your category, Miss Pam, yes, let them know that you're the first. I don't know of any other, any other pro product like yours, but there are coolers. So what you did was you're not the first in your category. So what you did was you actually created a different category. We, we all know coolers as I'm going on a picnic, get the cooler, put some ice in it, make sure the drinks stay cool, make sure the sandwich meat doesn't go bad, make sure you package the cheese correctly so the water doesn't sink in, seep into the packaging and now we have soggy cheese. Make sure you package the bread. For those of you who keep your bread cold, I, that's not a preference of mine, but that's what we know cool, or we know coolers for tailgating parties. Make sure the beer stays cold. <laughs> but we don't, we don't, we don't know of there is not a, a cooler out there that that's specifically designed to help you through a disaster to make sure that you have everything you need in one place. There's not a cooler out there that also that has a pack that also turns in that also turns into it has a spigot. I know that's the wrong word for it. I know it's not a spigot, but <laughs> but it it's has a spigot. A, oh, thank you. It has a spigot on. Like if if you guys actually go to icebuddy.net, you'll actually see. Miss Pam's products and you'll see that the, the 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 cool the cool pack is actually turns into a backpack and you can it has a spigot on it. I don't know of any coolers that do that. So you have created you have created a different category within the category of coolers. And you're the first in it. Okay. So, yeah, so we can say that because we, we are in a we created a new market niche, which had to do with the provision of medication along with the provision of water so that you can take your medication. So we put the two together and there isn't anything out there that does that. So, yeah, okay. Yes, ma'am. So for each and every, so for each and every one of you, if you cannot say that you are the first in your category, set up a new category. Is, is, there, is there a subscription service in what you do? Is there someone else who does what you do? Phil and Susan have the humor consultants. While consulting is a category that's already set, they have actually created a different category. Yeah, we were the first humor consultants. 
So if you're in a category that's already saturated, create so create do create something different, create a new category and become the first in that. So the first law was law of leadership. The second law is law of category. Now, and, and another great example, Antonio set up, he created a new category when it comes to business and he's the first in it. I don't know if anyone else that's doing it like he's doing it. The one business away challenge. I don't know anyone else that has done this before that has taken you for 90 days straight, starting from day one and building, helping you build your business to prosperity. And from day one, he had you getting, he had you getting customers. I know me. <laughs> See, I know me. When I first started my company, I was too busy trying to find all, all the ins and outs before I actually went after my first customer. And then when I got my first customer, it wasn't a prosperous customer. And this is a company I started with in 2009. And trust me, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was driven off of pure passion and pure love for what it was. <laughs> and that's what got me into it. So think, think on those aspects. What, ask yourself, what can you do? that would significantly change your industry, your category that no one else is doing. And every day, just ask yourself that question. And eventually that answer will come to you. But just every day, ask yourself, yourself the question, what can I do in my category that if I did it would significant, significantly change my industry? Antonio said he used to ask himself a question similar to that for years, and he said he does it every single morning. And every time you guys see him, there's something else coming out about what he's about to do differently. Like building, like having, uh, adding, having your IT team build an entire program specifically for your company with everything in one. So the law of category, if you can't be first in a category, set up a new category and be first in it. Now I'm gonna give you an example. What was the third name of the person to fly across the Atlantic Ocean solo? You actually know who it is. Is it Limbaugh? No. Amelia Earhart? Yes, ma'am. And we remember her name because while she wasn't the first in the category, she's made, she created a new category and was first in it. She was the first female to fly across the Atlantic. If you can't be first, create a new one. Charles Schwab didn't open a better brokerage firm. He opened up the first discount broker. Lear's isn't the best-selling women's magazine. They're the best. They're the best-selling magazine for mature women. Dell wasn't the biggest computer company. They were the biggest computer company to sell their computers over the phone. So it doesn't have to be. It it doesn't have to be something specific. There are different ways to become the first in your category. Thank you. Light bulb moment. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> Love the light bulb moments. Love them. <laughs> so before I move to the next one, does anybody have any questions? Questions, comments? Yes, sir, Mr. Phil. Is she willing to share her light bulb moment? 
And then the second thing is it pays to be different. If you're like everybody else, the only reason why I should buy you is you're the lowest price. Mm -hmm. So it pays to be unique. There you go. Light bulb moment. Okay. So when you were talking about all of this, I said, okay, be unique. So I've been a coach working with um, companies that work with companies that lay off people and need coaches to help them move forward, do resumes, presentations, and all that sort of stuff. But instead of going in the company in that way, I'm going to present it as though it's a monthly payment that they make and whoever they have that's coming in, doesn't matter who it is, they have my services immediately. So it's almost like a contingency kind of thing almost, but they'll still pay monthly and I'll be on board with them for whatever they need. All right, love the light bulb moment, yay. All right, let's move on to the next one. So the next one is the law of the mind. It's better to be the first in the mind than to be the first in the marketplace. So before I even go into any details on this, I wanna get someone's, someone's perspective of what they think that means. Go ahead, Ms. Charmon. I would, I would guess that it means that um, you're the first, like you're always on some particular customer's mind before you're actually on the market. Like whatever you sold them, that's all they can think about. Okay. You're actually, you're on the right path. Thank you. Okay. You, you're on the right path. I'm going to give... Two examples. The first example is Antonio T. Smith Jr. Yes, ma'am, Miss Michelle. I was just gonna ask, can you repeat that? Um, what you said, the um, I know you the law of the mind, but what you said after that. It's better to be in the to be the first in the mind than to be the first in the marketplace. So the, so the moment someone thinks about something, you're the first person they think about. There you so go. if you think of Disney, I mean, or, you know, or something, um, Amazon almost is the one that you want to get something fast. That's a, or you want to get something quick, the first place you think about is Amazon. Well, the first place you think about purchasing Amazon, that's right. So that's it. The first person in place that you think about would be that big. Yeah. All right. So yes, you are the right path. Yes, ma'am, Miss Grace. Um, when when you were talking earlier, before you went to the law of the mind, I know the first the first one that you were saying was uh, you want to be the first, not the best. You said two more points. Could you give them to me again? The first, not the best. Right. When you were talking about the law of leadership, and then mm -hmm. you would. You went, you went on and you were saying, well, you want to be the first, not the best. And then it was then came law category. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, the, it was the law of category. If you can't be first in the category, set up a new category you can be first in. You know, one of the examples of, of that in real estate is realtors. 
Now, when people think about Realtors, the very first thing they think of is, I mean, Realtors, and that's a trade association. It's happened to be the largest trade association in real estate, but that's synonymous to real estate when it comes to that. And they've done a you know great job at making that that niche market. There's other trade associations that um, all right that Thank work you. in that space, but they become the first one. So uh, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that. So uh, it's better to be first in the mind than to be first in the marketplace. The first example I want to give you is IBM. IBM wasn't first in the marketplace with the mainframe computer. Remington was. However, IBM began a massive marketing campaign to get into people's minds first. And when they did that, they won the computer battle early. See, being first in the mind is everything in marketing. Being first in the marketplace is important only to the extent that it allows you to get into the mind first. So you can't change the mind once it's made up. It's, it's just like people having brand, people having specific brand names that they decide that they want. You can't change. Grace, I love Grammy, but Grammy is a prime example. She has certain brands that if you get anything outside of this brand, it's a problem. You each have certain brands. The reason why you're with those brands is because those brands are first. You've made a decision and there's nothing that's going to change your mind. It's the same way with your audience. So the best way is to get into their minds first. Before any of you bought anything from Antonio, you saw him all over the place. There is not a social media network that you can go on that does not show Antonio T. Smith Jr. Yes, sir, Mr. Phil, I see your mic unmuted. The same was in the marketplace. Nobody ever got fired picking IBM as your vendor. <laughs> see? But they were that strong in the marketplace that, that when it came down to choosing your vendors, nobody ever got fired because they picked IBM. They were that strong in the, in the mindset. See? And I remember growing up, for me, IBM was the first. It, we, had, we had computer labs. And we had IBM computers. We didn't have the Dells or the Macs or we didn't have that. You heard of Gatorade before you had the drink. Everybody knew of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola was set in the mind before they had their first taste. So you want to be, you want to make sure that you're first in your audience's mind. Be everywhere. Miss Pam was telling us a story about when she first started. She has been ice buddy for 15 years now, Miss Pam. She has been ice buddy for 15 years. That's how dedicated she is to her to her brand and what she does. And she was saying how when she first started off, nobody would support her. But after 15 years in, She's out there. People are hearing about her because she did not stop. So anytime anybody hears Pam Norris, they think Ice Buddy. Anytime they think Ice Buddy, they think Pam Norris. 
So when it so now when someone think I and I'm gonna be honest with you, anytime any anytime a storm hits or anytime I I think about my parents having well my dad or my mom, you know, or a family member having to deal with traveling for long distances and they have medications. Anytime I think about just going out to a simple picnic, I'm like, man, I can't wait to get my ice buddy. Cause now she's first in my mind when it comes to that. When it comes to humor, when I'm when I'm it, when I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, if, if I can get someone to coach coach me, I'm if if I am always happy, I want someone to come at me with that same energy. So who would I think about? I would think about humor consultants, because first off, humor consultants. First off. <laughs> I'm off top thinking, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and at the same time, I get consulted on what I need to grow as a business, as a person, or whatever it is that I need. I know that they will they will give me, they will consult me, but at the same time, there's that twist of humor. So now I know this is going to be an interesting consultation. Yeah. We all yes, have a sir. choice. We can be happy or we can be unhappy. Take your pick. They asked John Lennon, they said, John, what do you want to be when you grow up? He said, happy. They said, I don't think you understand the question. And John Lennon said, I don't think you understand the answer. Can you imagine having a consultation with human consult humor consultants? So you want to be first in their minds because if you're first in their, any, okay, so anytime you go out and you go to the grocery store, you're going to look for food or you're going, you, you want, you're going out, you're going to a fast food restaurant, you want Mexican food, where are you going to go? Anybody? Chipotle. See my Okay, we have Chipotle. Oh, we have La Tolteca in Delaware. Okay, see, we don't have that down here. So I'm gonna have to, have to take that. Oh. See, first thing that comes to my head is Taco Bell. <laughs> it's bad. The food. <laughs> that is that another McDonald's. <laughs> I said fat. I did say fast food. I did say fast food. I said you're fast right, food. You're right. You're right. Yep. But that, 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 but see, that's a fast food, just like she said, just like another McDonald's that you don't want to eat. <laughs> Uh, I have a weakness for their soft taco supremes. So, <laughs> but as you, okay, so think think about every single every single restaurant you guys called out. They were the first thing that popped in your head. What made them first to you? Why were they the first thing that popped into your head? Did you before you even went to them? Did you know they existed? It's something about them that made them the first thing that came into your head. So they don't have to market to you now. You know, if I want some good Mexican food, I know to go here. When I lived in Houston, it was a it was this perfect little hole in the wall restaurant. I cannot tell you the name to save my life, but I know where to find it because their chicken enchiladas were perfect. But they're but they're first in my mind. Anytime I think about that, anytime I think about something that specific, they're the first that comes to my mind. So again, it's better to be first in the mind than to be first in the marketplace. 
marketing is a battle of perception, not product. So the mind, what, so the mind takes precedence over the marketplace. You have customers. Think like the customer. If, if you, if there's a product that you're looking at, the thought process you go through, your customers are going to go through that same thought process. So how do you make yourself first in their mind? Yes, sir, Mr. Phil. The gentleman that started Taco Bell, his name was Glenn Bell. That's why it's called Taco Bell. That makes so much sense. <laughs> that makes so much sense. So you want to be first in their mind. You want, when they think about your product, you're the first thing that comes to their mind. You can't change a mind once it's made up. Having a simple, easy to remember name helps get into the prospect's mind. ATS, DeMarie. <laughs> it was simple. It was real simple. So make sure you get into their minds before you get into the marketplace. The next law is the law of perception. The law of perception. Marketing is not a battle of products. It's a battle of perceptions. So with that being said, I'm going to start, I'm going to go back to the first one. It's better to be first than it is to be better. Perception. If you can't be first in a category, set up a new category you can be first in. Perception. Because to the client, it could be the same thing. But in their but their perception is, oh, well, that's different. Netflix. Netflix category is movies, but they created a new category, a subcategory within that category. And they have become a action, they have become an action with Netflix and chill. Then the next one, it's better to be first in the mind than to be first in the marketplace. So marketing is not a battle of products. It's a battle of perception. See, some marketers see a product as a, um, some marketers see the product as a hero of a marketing program and that you win and lose based on the merits of your products. What it actually is, is it's important, the perception that exists in the minds of your prospects and customers. And here's an example. The three largest selling imports in Japan, Honda, Toyota, Nissan. Most people think the battle between the three, the three brands is based on, excuse me, quality, styling, horsepower, and price. But that's not true. It's what people think about Honda Toyota and Nissan that determines which brand will, will win. My Toyota is going strong. But then you see some, some Hondas out there from way back, like the, the body style, everything's still going strong. Nissan, I, I don't see a lot of Nissans like I used to. But it's about it's about the perception. What what is the perception of your audience? It's an illusion. There, there is no objective reality. There are no facts. 
There are no best products. It's all about what they think about it. Because think about it. You have some, you have some restaurants that some people they go to and they rave. Oh my God, it's the best restaurant in the world. You, you haven't eaten until you've had this restaurant. And you looking at them like, I don't know what, I don't know what experience you had. But me, I did not have a great experience. That was not the best restaurant in the world. I don't know why you refer that restaurant to anybody. It's perception. I can tell you right now, Texas Roadhouse has the best 16 ounce steak. But somebody may disagree with me. Somebody, somebody may think other restaurants have better steaks. Best bread. Oh, they do have good bread. Okay, don't get me started, Miss Carol. <laughs> but okay, you um, let's let's do some examples. Let's do some examples. You have we use restaurants, cars. You have those that have. I see your mic is unmuted, Maurice. What's up? Go ahead. So, and to your point of of um, you know, perception, right? And perception is reality, right? To to the customer, and I get that. And I got a light bulb moment with. So, and I just want to put this out into the group, right, for feedback and possibly to give me feedback on it. Um, and I'm just speaking for as it relates to real estate classes. Just in, 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 in this area, you know, the classes run anywhere from 300 to 1500, depending on where you take it. You could take it at a college, at a university, you can get the top, you, you're going to pay university prices, probably topping out 1500, if not more. Um, $300 is like the bottom what Phil said, you know, you know, it's okay. I can pick, I can pick and go to anywhere and, you know, but it becomes, you know, where can I get it the cheapest because everybody's going to provide me with the same thing. All I need is just the information to pass the exam. Right. So mm -hmm. the thought process of it is, okay, why not bundle and being different, you know, in line with what you're saying and being different, bundling something together and saying, okay, so, all right, I'm not going to be the cheapest. Because what comes with that is the headache and always of wanting something more. I don't want that cheapest customer. You know, the cheapest customer comes with that. It's always something more. Free is too expensive. So if, the you know, set the price of having a price, you know, setting the price at a premium price, but bundle it and give, give you more service, you know, add more value. So make it possible that, you know, okay, instead of just leaving you, dropping you off, after you take the exam, because you only paid me 300 bucks or 287, right? And just stay with you through the course, but you pay a premium price. So now you have a study group option and an option to always have access and make, self, make yourself available to them maybe once a week in the study group process to make yourself available, but don't um, budge on your price. There, any thoughts on that? And that's what just keeps jumping in my head as I'm listening to everything that's going on. Like, that was it. That's what I wanted to present today. Get feedback from the from, from right. brilliant minds. So does anybody have any, any feedback on that before I, before I say anything? Okay. I've never taken a real estate class before, but from what Antonio teaches, 
you want to in along the lines of the laws that we just talked about if the perception is i'm paying a premium price for i'm paying the same amount here or i'm paying more here than i did there but i'm getting more over here because i know i'm gonna need somebody to help study with me and i don't know anybody else doing this but me or i don't know of anybody else who knows this language so at least I have somebody I can study with. It's a way for them to build their own community as well. Because I know real I know of real estate agents that have gone in, studied, came out, and then struggled. And then they got with an organization, a, a realtor group, and they're going by everything that that company says, but they're still lost in some aspects because they really don't have a, an accountability partner. They don't have they don't have a community. They're just going by the structure. So to me, that sounds like an awesome idea because you're adding more value by allowing them to build a community and have that, have, have those study, those study groups and those study partners that they can actually build a relationship with and may eventually decide to go into business with. But if they never met, it's something that that they would it's to me, it's like going to going to night school as a student. You know, I sitting in a sitting in a classroom for, for three hours from six to nine PM. I didn't make any friends because I'm too busy. I'm sleep. I'm sleepy. And I just sat here for three hours straight. <laughs> so I'm just going to go to school. I'm going to go home because I got to turn, turn around and go to work in the morning. But if it's the same way, you know, they go, they go, they study and they only study. Like they don't have anybody to study with. And then they go take an exam. So to me, that sounds like an awesome idea and something that and anyone on here who is in who is in real estate in any shape, form, or fashion, please go ahead, Miss Monica. Yeah, I was gonna say I actually think it's a great idea because uh, me as a prime example, I I was gonna get my real estate license not to sell homes, but just for the knowledge aspect of it. And I purchased the program for the state of Texas, and I paid a thousand dollars just for the material. And then when I got the material, I mean, just chapter one alone had like 60 pages of a PDF. It was insane. So to be honest, I never fooled with it. So now I have all this material that I'm never going to use if there were something that was like maybe something like this, like a Zoom class or, you know, a small group class where you actually have someone that's engaging. I would pay, um, you know, if it's going to be a monthly thing or however you want to do it, I would pay 300 bucks or 500 bucks. So maybe not charge them the amount of the entire material, but you can, if you get four or five people, I think, I think it's a great idea because a lot of people don't want to read it all. And a lot of it's the laws. And I mean, it's a lot of information. So if you have somebody teaching it to you, it's so much easier to grasp. So I actually think it would, it would work really well. Cause there's a lot of people that don't want to sit there and just read through everything. They'd rather be in a class setting or, or learn. So I think it's something that would definitely work and just charge less than a little bit less than maybe what the material is per person. Yeah, Monica, you're talking about moving from information to transformation. Information is they give you the book transformation when they give you a guide to go through the book to help you understand it to get what you want. Gotcha. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right. So uh, and thank you, Maurice, for putting that out there. Thank you, Ms. Monica, for your response. Thank you, Phil, for your response as well. I got something to say for Maurice. <laughs> Go ahead, Ms. Carol. Yeah, so Maurice, if you're going to be doing the, um, the coaching, 
whether you're doing it on a monthly basis or not, monthly basis would be great to keep up with people in real estate for their first six months at least, but also while they're going through the classes, if you had a weekly class to go over each of the subject matter, especially that math, you know that math is critical, right? But if you could take, because I went through it, if you can take each of those classes and each person that's in those classes are going through that subject matter on those classes at that time and you're relating it to the real world in real estate, they'll be able to get it. It'll click. The problem is when you're doing all this book work, you're trying to remember things and it's not clicking because it's not relating to anything that's real yet. So if you can do it that way, it will be wonderful. I wish they had classes like that when I was taking the real estate too. Yeah, because it is hard to remember everything. There's a lot of memory stuff, but if you get something that clicks, it'll be perfect. No, got you. No, that's, that's exactly where, where the talk, what it is, because, and it's, you know, one of the things you mentioned that majority of the, the states, it's a national portion. The only difference is, and it's, every state is there's it's there's a national portion that is um is nationwide except for the states that require a state-specific portion so delaware don't require a national portion so delaware is going to have the same thing that texas might have had you so so it's a national you know portion of it and then for the state of new jersey there's uh six math questions on it so if you got all the math questions wrong and did well in everything else, you still would pass the exam. So, you know, a lot of times you find that it's the anxiety that comes behind the math that most people suffer from, and they're suffering from this math is, 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 is anxiety, you know? And so you're, so to your point of, of making it relatable and bringing real life scenarios to each point and every week to the subject matter makes perfect sense. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yep. Maurice, if I can add to it, sure. I think myself personally, I want to take the Express Real Estate School, and I would be interested in if you offering a course for Express Real Estate, only because I'm doing some projects, and me being an investor and dealing with short sales, foreclosures, and real estate on property, 90% of the realtors don't get it because they're not investors. So they go up, a lot of them go up to MLS. So I was dealing with some nonprofits and going through a lot of the roller coaster rides, going through dealing with nonprofits because most of them deal with underserved communities. So they kind of treat people any type of way, not knowing that they could be dealing with a big fish or, or a person that could be a big fish down the road. So I said, you know what, if I'm a couple of my partners are real estate people, but they're not investors. So if I have to do these deals and dealing with nonprofits, I can just get my real estate license again and pay myself 6% and, you know, cover, cover our, our, our apartment building mortgage for the year, paying myself 6% while we get the building stabilizing and, and the cash flow coming in. So that's, that was a decision I made a couple of days ago. And that's what I'm actually working on within the next week is getting that, finding out what school we're going to go to and get my little license again. I decided to stop doing it years ago when I started real estate because the personality matches wasn't for me at the time. I had low attention span and the follow through was not there. And I was coming from subprime mortgages, so everything was fast. Everything was fast and everything was, was 
commission oriented. So it means that you, if you had the ball, if you fumbled it, you just didn't eat. Um, so I partnered with other realtors who were good at following through and calling people and driving them around, even if they didn't have pre-qualifications, because that really was not for me at that time. At that time. Now, you know, down the road, I've mellowed out and I've did some personal development, become more of a people person. But long story short, Express Real Estate School is definitely for seasoned people, investors, or even newbies. That two-week course, everybody would join that. And if you can have like a virtual Zoom to it as well, like a coaching, like a what they would actually show in there again, because it was years when I took it, like at least six, seven years ago when I, when I actually passed that course. And I let it expire because I didn't need to use it. But if you have that available, the course, and then like a Zoom on what actual material we cover on the course, a lot of people would, would actually jump back in and do it. As far as people struggle when they get their real estate license, that's a whole, that's, I mean, real estate is sales. That's a whole nother sales game and a whole nother brand of character. But for me, for an investor, I want to get it for these three deals that I'm doing because I can't find a good match on a realtor that's going to find me something 40 cents, 50 cents on the dollar, especially when I know the real estate market is about to tumble. It's about to tumble again. So I'm not going to pay, even if they're giving you 100% financing, I'm not going to pay MLS prices when I know I'm going to be upside down next year. It's, it's a given. It's, it's given the property values are going to drop on one or two families. Multifamily is still going to drop, but you have the cash flow. But if you buy it right, you'll make money when you buy and don't have to rely on capital gains. So what you're doing is good. Let me count me in. Um, let me know. But let me know soon because I'm trying to make a move fast. All right. So, Grace, if you can connect Maurice and Justin for me, that would be awesome. Miss Carol, and then after Miss Carol, we're going to go into the next law. I got a question. So does that count as, as a customer for Maurice? <laughs> His first client? <laughs> yes, it actually will count as Maurice's first client. <laughs> Now he needs to close the deal. <laughs> just because somebody said, just because somebody said they're going to do it, doesn't mean they're going to do it. He's got to close the deal. Yep. By it the way, I figured out we got a new category. Canoche. What's the category? Oh, Canoche, Yes. Part consultant, part coach. So you get a Canoche with us. So that's another new category we invented. There you go. So we have humor consultants and Canoching. Oh, look. Okay, so Phil. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you all so much. So we're going to move into the next law. The next law is the law of focus. The most powerful concept in marketing is owning a word in the prospect's mind. You make them focus on one thing, not a complicated word or an invented word. The simplest words are the best words to take, uh, best, the words taken right out of the dictionary. So we're going to go with what Phil just said, because he actually led us into this one. Kenochin. Who can forget that word? It's stuck. It's solidified. It's like, do y'all... Y'all know those Kenoching people, like the who people, the Kenoching people. <laughs> you want you want them to focus on one word. Prom, okay, prime example, Kleenex. It can be a completely different brand than Kleenex itself. They're actually uh, tissues. They're 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 pocket tissues, but 
if it you can say give me a kleenex and they'll just pass you a box of anything it'll be any brand any color but clinics is that one word they own that word and they focus on that word you burn your way into the mind by narrowing the focus to a single word or concept just do it the best part of waking up is folders in your cup that has been stuck in my brain since I was in elementary school. Just do it is everywhere. And then you also have, if you think, when you hear somebody say prime membership, who do you think about? Exactly, Miss Carol. <laughs> you think about Amazon. They, ha they have literally created ways for you to focus in when you hear that when you hear these one words or these certain concepts or these certain phrases or even the jingle, it narrows you down to that. So you want your audience to focus. Just find find the one word that it, the simplest, best form you can do it and, and have the, and just use that. Use that. You know, if you're not a leader, your word has to have a narrow focus. Your word has to be available in your category. You you can't you can't want to focus on the word. Okay, you know we have a, a prime membership over here. People, it's our it's already taken out of that category. All right, Miss Pam, I see your hand is up. So this can also become like your tagline for yes, your company, like in, in ours, which is keep cool and carry on. Um, we got that because the advertising and the marketing firm that created our website 15 years ago was saying since we were going to be international, that term carries a lot of weight and mind recognition globally. And if we wanted to be global, we had to have a tagline that would be recognized outside the United States. And that's what we have, we have found that to be true, that people remember, keep cool and carry on. I had people using it in letters back to me going, because you know, I want to be able to keep cool and carry on. They're just sort of spilling it out. So, it, um, so tagline is another way a company can use that word. Exactly, exactly. Miss Kiera? So I wanted to ask about that because my, one of the things that I'm having it, well, that is concerned is that my business name is so long um, and I'm not going to change it, but the taglines and the things that I want to go before it um, one of them is think, change, period. And I want people to think, period. I want people to change, period. But when I'm trying to write that, like, um, with us in a symbol or a logo or a slogan, I don't know what to do with the word period for people to catch that I'm saying think, change, period. I can say that to you, but trying to write it or like put it on my business page or something, I'm like, I don't know if people are going to catch it. So of course I'm going to start saying it a lot, but I don't know if they're going to be able to look at my, my site when it goes back up and say, and get it. Like if they didn't know or never heard me, because everything I'm doing is transformation, thought transformation or transformating thought processes. So what you could do is once you put it out there, just start going on think when you put your logo have it under there and just think 
change, period. I'm trying to think of a way you can... Let me ask Antonio. Why not just use a big period mark, a period? You know, if you have it under there and then just drop the period after it, it'll be a period. Like it just, you know, whatever your color, your logo colors is, think change and then, you know, a period. Yeah, that's like what I was period. thinking about, but I didn't, I wasn't sure people was going to be able to check it, like be able to catch it, I mean. Is it think, what, what is it again? Think period? No, think change period. Oh, okay. It's like my whole thing is I want you to change your way of thinking. I want you to think first about what's happening. Then we want to get to the change part and then it's going to happen, period. Whatever it is that you want to happen. Based I think Marcus got it. You, you put a, a bigger period and then underneath it in parentheses, just write the word period. Okay. Yeah. I see that as a visual. Gotcha. Right. So thank the mastermind team again. Thank each and every one of you for your suggestions. But you you want them to be able to focus. You want that to you want that to be their focus. Um, huh? The most effective words are simple and benefit oriented. Miss Kiara, think, change, period. <laughs> think, change, period. They're simple and benefit-oriented because you know if you think, you're going to change, period. That's it. And the benefit of working with you is knowing that their thought processes, they'll be able to change their, the way they think, change their mindset, and then it's done, period. And then no matter – yes, ma'am. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to say, nailed it. That, how you said it back to me was how I want to make sure a person catches it really quick. That, like trying to explain my business to y'all for so long, that really sums it up and makes it a lot easier than all, all the riffraff I was going through trying to explain. Think, change, period. Is it three simple steps? <laughs> so as you see, and then <clears throat> no matter how complicated the product no matter how complicated the needs of the market, it's always better to focus on one word or benefit rather than two or three or four because you want it to stick. You want it to stick. But now there may come a time when the company must change up some words. You've had several companies, you have several companies that have had to go through the process and, and switch up some things. So, so that does happen. All right, and I see Phil and Carol, your mics are muted. So, Mr. Phil, if you want to go first, and then Miss Carol. This is our first fee card from 1981. Humor oh. Consult, Ants, Inc. <laughs> and then in the center, I have Assisting in the Enjoyment of Everything. Humor Consult, Ants, Inc. And then assisting in the enjoyment of everything. This was in 1981 we came up with this. Actually, assisting in the enjoyment of everything came first, and then humor consultants came after that. But now we use growth, profit, and enjoyment advisor. Yeah. We use that instead. And then the taglines are real important. And the three basic programs. One is humor, your key to enjoying your work, your family, and yourself. And the tagline is making stress your friend. The other one is coming to work ready to play. 
And the tagline is creating results through enjoyable solutions. And then the third one is work smart, have fun and make money being strong during challenging times. So taglines are really important because they describe what you're trying to, first of all, there's your name, but your tagline is a description of the benefits they'll get by, by doing business with you. By the way, Ice Buddy, I love your, your website. I just got on it on my mobile phone. It's really good. It's really professional looking. It's really, it's clean. It's quick. It, you know exactly what you got going. Uh, very good job. Thank you. All right, Ms. Carroll. Yeah, I just wanted to mention um, two things. One for Kiera. Um, Kiera, you have the, um, the uh, think, change, and period. Well, think could be in one color, change could be in one color, and period could actually be written out in another color. That's what I wasn't thinking of that I was trying to get to. I'm trying to explain it to the guy who I want to do my graphics. So thank you. That's mm -hmm. Well, have the big period. I like color. the big period. I like the two colors being uh, different and then the big period, almost like a block. Right. And then underneath it, put in the parentheses, period. Gotcha. Write the word out. Okay. So the second oh. thing I wanted to mention for uh, Deanna. Um, yes, ma'am. Maybe it's going to be for tomorrow then, because Antonio did mention something about we needed to come um, prepared to talk about um, our company and what the purpose of it was. So how would we say that in a couple of sentences? Are we gonna I do believe, that tomorrow? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Just a reminder, okay. Thank you, no, thank uh -huh. you very much. Thank you very much. So our next law is law of exclusivity. Two companies cannot own the same word in a prospect's mind. When a competitor owns a word or a position, it's futile to own the same word. You might just prime example, prime membership. <laughs> you can't own prime and membership in the same in the same thing. You you to say just do it in your campaign would not work for you. Cause in your in your in your in your prospect's mind, that's Nike. Why are you trying to be like not like Nike? Another example, Energizer tried to wrestle long-lasting away from Duracell, but Duracell was already in the minds of people. They were there, they got into the minds first with long-lasting, so Energizer couldn't do it. But Energizer now has an Energizer bunny. No one else can pull off. <laughs> That's how you would say it. <laughs> No Sorry, I just love that bunny. <laughs> I relate to the bunny. <laughs> See, now if anybody else came at you with a bunny, how are you going to look at them cross out like, wait, no, no, that's Energizer. Why are you trying to be like Energizer? So the law of exclusivity, you don't, it's wrong to think that if you spend enough money, you can own the idea. You cannot own the Coca-Cola idea. You cannot own the just do it idea. But what you can own is creating your own exclusivity and, and making it yours. And then you have the law of the latter. The strategy to use depends on which, which I call it step, <laughs> you occupy on the latter. 
your prime example, your I'm sorry, your prime objective is to be first. But if you're not, all is not lost. Best example that I read while I was studying, Avis, the car rental place. Avis lost money for 13 years in a row when they used the slogan, finest in rent a car. See, they were trying, they were telling people that they were the best, not different, but they were the best. To say you're the finest is to say you're the best. But it wasn't until they changed it to Avis is only number two in rent a cars. So why go with us? We try harder. When they changed, when they changed that whole little slogan, it completely turned them around. See, they weren't, they weren't top. They weren't on the top step of the ladder but they didn't lose completely because they actually, they, they, they did something, no, but no one else was doing it. Hey, we're not number one, we're number two, but why should you try us? Because we're going to, we try harder. Yeah. That company is number one, but we're going to try harder. And it completely switched them around. But see later they, they sold off their, their company and started going, Ace is going to be number one and that bombed. So you don't want, again, you don't want to tell people that you're better. You want to tell them that you're the first or do what they did and show transparency because there was no way Avis was going to be the first or already car rental companies out there. But what they did was they completely, they went completely authentic. So, hey, we're number two, but why should you go with us? Because we try harder. And then another campaign that worked was the seven up campaign. I don't know who remembers this campaign, but I do. They were um, seven of the leader in lemon lime soda category wanted to barge in and become larger in the cola market. So they positioned themselves as the Uncola and they climbed up to the third largest selling soft drink company in America. I don't know who else remembers that, but I remember when they used to say seven up the Uncola. See, see, Mr. Phil remembers it. And, and I was buying seven up all the time because Sprite was too strong. I was a Pepsi girl. I'm a Coca-Cola girl now. And so seven up was just seemed like the 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 next step. And so in so you don't have to be first. You don't have to be first, but it's okay. Find a way. Make it just. But it all depends on where you are in the on the steps of the ladder. Then you have the law of duality. Is law of duality. Hey, Deanna. Yes, ma'am. Before you keep going, can you can you repeat what the law of the ladder says again? I got you covered. Okay. Now, do you want even better and put it in in the chat for you? Thank you. Very welcome. All right. The law of duality. In the long run every market becomes a two-horse race. In batteries, it's Ever-Ready and Duracell. In photographic film, it was Kodak. It was Kodak and Fuji, because now everybody has smartphones. In rental cars, it was Hertz and Avis, now the Enterprise. In mouthwash, it's Listerine and Scope. In fast food, like we were talking about earlier, it's McDonald's and Burger King. In tennis shoes, you have Nike and Reebok. Toothpaste, Trust in Colgate. In the long run, the market becomes a two-horse race. 
early on, a new category is a ladder of many steps. So gradually the ladder becomes a two-step affair, just like you, know, you have Coke and Pepsi. So understand, if you start a new category, somebody is going to come up behind you and going to, and going to be number two. I guarantee you, you're going to see little fake ice buddies <laughs> popping up everywhere. <laughs> No offense, but I'm just saying because we know where it originated. So anything else is fake. You're going to see some fake humor consultants. I'm saying fake for a reason, just like you have Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Coca-Cola people all the time say Pepsi is fake. It is not a good drink. I was a Pepsi girl, and then I started drinking Cola, Coca, Coca-Cola, and I'm wishing I had a vanilla Coke right now. Just saying. But anyways, but as you see, it's going to become a two-horse race. You have, look at all of your cars. You have here, here in it, it's Chevy and Ford. You have Chevy and Ford. Those are the two that are always going back to back. So just understand, and it's okay when it happens. Because if you have somebody coming after you, guess what? If you have somebody mimicking what you do, if you have somebody that's trying to do the same exact thing that you're doing, you have made it. So understand it does become a two-horse race. The next law is the law of opposite. The law of opposite. The law of opposite says if you're shooting for second place, your strategy is determined by the leader. So if you're going, if you're not, if you're number two, it makes sense to try and leverage the leader's strengths into their weaknesses. Biz, biggest example I can use is Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Pepsi-Cola used, uh, used to become the choice of the new generation versus Coca-Cola being the old established product. Scope successfully hung the medical breath I, uh, label on market, le uh, on market leader Listerine by becoming the good tasting mouthwash that kills germs. Because Listerine is strong. You want to, <laughs> so you, you want to make sure that if you're shooting for second place, your strategy is determined by the leader. So if the leader is saying, that they're doing this. Use that to your benefit. You want to use that to your benefit. A company should leverage, you should leverage the strength of the number one. You must discover the essence of the number one and then present the prospect with the opposite. Too many potential number twos try to emulate the leader. That is an error. You must present yourself as an alternative, something different. Present yourself as something different. You have to hone in on the weakness that your prospect will quickly acknowledge. So this is when you actually pay attention to what people are saying about your, about your, com your competitor. If you're hearing people say, man, they don't do this, they don't do that, they don't do this, don't market that, but just say you're different. 
And then when they start coming to you because you're different, you use that as a marketing technique. Be the opposite of the person who's a leader in your category. And the last one we're going to get to today is the law of division. Over time, the category will divide and become two or more categories. A category, <clears throat> a category starts off as a single entity, but over time it breaks down into segments. Prime example, computers. When they first came out, it was a computer. Now you have mainframes, many computers, workstations, personal computers, laptops, notebooks. Your phone is now a mini computer. Beer is the same way. It was first beer. Now it's imported beer, domestic beer. You have light, you have draft, you have dry, you even have non-alcoholic. But each segment has its own leader, which means somebody in the somebody in the beer category was like, you know what? Let's do something different. Everybody else is doing this type of beer. How about we do dry beers only? How about we focus on that and just be different? They created a new category and was number one in that category. So do you have any questions about anything that we discussed this evening in regards to your marketing and the laws and what you can do to apply it to you? I just have one. If you could repeat what you said about the law of what the law of division says. <clears throat> yes, ma'am. The law of division says over time, a category will divide and become two or more categories. <clears throat> yes, ma'am, Ms. Pam. Yeah, um, under that with the law of opposites, a while back, you gave us an assignment, um, uh, or Antonio did, to look at the reviews for our competitors. And I found that that was for us. I spent hours doing that. It was so useful for, for us to create customized posts because we saw all the criticisms mm. that customers had for the number one. We looked at who was the best in, in a category that we would sort of fall into. We saw all the things that they complained about. And then we, but we excelled in it. So we were able to write posts to show that we do what they don't do. There you go. So we, we tried to leverage that. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Pam, because you just sort of showed a wonderful example of law of the opposite. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you very much. So does anyone else have any questions or any comments? The floor is open. All right, well, if not, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to report everyone's updates on your clients and everything you have going on to Antonio. Thank you all so much for joining us for the second day of the One Business Away Challenge. Looking forward to seeing each and every one of you tomorrow. If you have any questions after we have completed, please feel free to email those questions over so we can get those answers over to you. All right. Great class, thank you so much. You're so very welcome.
All right, everyone, have a great one. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.